decisions regarding our collective external power. And the world of Christ consciousness is not a world in which external power does not matter. It is a world in which there, the perfect marriage between outer and inner has been accomplished. It is said in the Course in Miracles that Jesus lived on the earth but thought only the thoughts of heaven. And because he lived on the earth but did not think thoughts bound by earth plane consciousness, that did not disempower him on earth but rather gave him all power unto earth. So we have been brought up in a culture which epitomizes the over-materialistic bias of the 20th century. And as we reach the end of this 20th century and have the opportunity for clear historical perspective, it is obvious this was not a great time of peace on earth. This was in many ways, although it was a century of great technological and scientific progress, although it was a time of great progress in many areas, it was a war-torn, violent-driven century. It's rife with bloodshed, and it is rife with bloodshed today. As Carl Jung said, the mind is in an inexorable search for balance. So the species, in order to survive, there is a kind of spontaneous remembrance coming up as from the bottom of things, through which we are recognizing, recognizing remembering. You know how in the Egyptian, in the Egyptian mythology, Isis takes the dismembered parts of her dead husband, chopped up into many pieces, and she raises her son Horus to grow up and quote-unquote remember his father. We want to remember that which we have forgotten. We want to remember that which is not new knowledge, but is knowledge which has been buried beneath the subconscious sands. The capstone on the dollar bill, the capstone of the Great Pyramid, buried beneath the sands of Egypt, yet to be found. For us to have the future that we desire, in going forward, we shall remember that which was past. It's interesting, once again, in the presidential debate. Dole saying, let me be a bridge to the past. And Clinton saying, let me be a bridge to the future. Well, the truth is, what we want that is best in the past is the same thing as that which will be best if it is indeed in the future. Because those are not values of the past or values of the future. They are eternal values, which stand outside time. They are neither of the past or the future, and no presidential candidate can take us there. No candidate can be the bridge to those values, only God is the bridge to that place. And yet, having lived in a society, having grown up in a society in which we do not feel their presence, we're saying, well, they must be in the past. And then somebody else is saying, no, they must be in the future. And we know that the bridge is within, and those values lie within. And it is the absence of remembrance it is our failure to pay attention to that which is within, which has disempowered us in the world without. So in discussing power, our first question is, from whence does it come? Because in any situation, when you don't know where your power comes from, you can't wield it.
You don't have real power when you don't know where it comes from. Because when you know where it comes from, you're solid within it. You're comfortable within it. You can float. You can move. When you don't know where it comes from, you're a brittle and you can't move. You can't, you can't be spontaneous. You can't really drive. And if you think your power comes from you, you are ignorant of your power source. And so you are brittle and you are in fear. So the external world says, we'll give you more power. The power you lack is the power of money. Or the power you lack is the power of the right job. Or the power you lack is the power of some external credential. Or the power you lack is something out there that's some piece of power. And if you had that, then you would be comfortable in your power. But actually, there's a level on which the more external power accrues unto us, the more uncomfortable we are. Because those things are tempting us to go deeper into the delusion that that is where our power comes from. And because it is a lie, it cannot bring us peace. Because only truth brings peace. To know that our power is of God means that we don't even need any of those external powers. That external powers that are necessary in order to get the job done will accrue to us, will be magnetized unto us involuntarily through no effort on our part. As we find that place of inner power, all external power which is right for us comes naturally into our midst. So this is not about eschewing external power. This is about saying that right external power occurs not when we try for it, but when rather we turn our attention to the power within. And those two different functions of the mind are what I'd like to discuss with you tonight in order that all of us might, in our own individual lives, exercise the power that God has given to each of us more effectively. We are meant to go out and be abundant. We are meant to live lives of joy. We are meant to live lives of appropriate power. I remember a couple of years ago when there was... I would hear these hideous things said about myself, and one of the things I used to hear was, I hear she's very power hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are we saying here? What are we saying here, that there's something lovely about being disempowered? It's a systemic mentality which runs counter to the ideal of democracy, mind you. Democracy is a spiritual dispensation. Democracy has religious, not political roots. It's rooted in the religiosity of the prophets that all souls are created equal. There is not potential in you that is greater than potential in you. There's not greater potential in Leonardo da Vinci than in you. There's not greater potential in Einstein than in you. And there is not greater potential in Jesus than in you. What we are taught mystically 
As he says in A Course in Miracles, I am in a state which is only potential in you. I don't have anything you don't have. It's just I don't have anything else. He has lived human potential. He has taken human potential and let it shine. And his function is not as has so often been maleficently interpreted in the last 2,000 years that he should shine and that you should not in relation to him. But rather, he shines in order to share the shining. He shines in order that as we look at his light, we are reminded of our own. He stands within us that we might shine as well. So the idea of our empowerment in democracy, the idea of our empowerment on the earth is that we shall exist on the planet most harmoniously with each other, not when some have power and others don't. You know, the ideal of this country was that we would all have equal power. Now, we have not yet manifest that in this country. But the power of America is not in what we have or have not yet made manifest. The power of America lies in the ideal which is at our core. And it is not that every generation is supposed to just think, well, I deserve this because I'm supposed to just inherit this great stuff. My power, my freedom, my rights. But rather, when we are in our right minds, we see that it is the job of every generation to do what we can to make more fully manifest that ideal which has not been made manifest yet for all people. But you're not going to make anything manifest that's not first a goal that is clearly visible within the mind.